Hello everyone and welcome back to Pass the Salt. This is our ninth, I believe, episode of Pass the Salt. We are almost to episode number 10, which is just wild. Um, if we don't know each other, it's great to meet you. My name is Chris Anna and I am on core staff with Salt and Light Youth Ministry. Director of Creative Engagement is my title and I say that because today we're going to go on a creative adventure. Okay, so um, buckle up. Basically, you are going to hear from someone who is just truly incredible, and our guest today, her name is Alexa Glatfelter. Alexa has been around Salt and Light a ton. She was a student who attended our events, as so many of you listening are, and then she um, became a, a summer intern, and she's been around for quite a few summers now, and we really value Alexa. She's very wise. She's deep. She thinks things through um, very genuinely and strategically and profoundly. And she's also a lot of fun. Um, Alexa works not just with Salt and Light. She works at Messiah University and also within him, Christian Wellness. And she has a lot of knowledge. She's very knowledgeable about um, our bodies and about our health, about wellness, and about holistic health. And holistic can sort of be a buzzword, but basically Alexa is very gifted at looking at things in a very whole picture. Our mind, our body, our spirit, how are they all connected? And especially, how does God, you know, relate to us through our breath, through our body, through our mind, through our spirit. There's so many different ways that we can worship and there's so many different ways we can connect with God. And you are just about to have your minds blown from the insight and the new ideas that Alexa is going to share with you. I know that I was totally blown away by everything that Alexa shared with me. Um, Before we dive into this conversation, two things I want to tell you. Um, because, and I'm telling you right off the bat, because we talk about them in the conversation. And so now you'll know what we're referencing. Um, the first is that this is actually not my first conversation with Alexa without boring you with the whole backstory. Alexa and I spoke during the summer about what you're going to hear about mind, body, spirit. And it was a great conversation and I loved it. And then I had a big technical like snafu on my computer. I was not irresponsible, I promise. This was out of my hands problem that came and I actually lost her recording, our first audio, which was such a bummer, but she was so gracious and fun about it, very kind, and we spoke again um, a couple months later and we kind of redid our conversation and the second one was even better, you guys. I didn't even know that that was possible and um, it was a great conversation and One of the things I love most about it is that Alexa actually in real time, live action will talk you through an exercise and I take part in it and I know hopefully that you will too as you're listening. Um, And I thought it was so neat that she was brave enough, not brave, but uh, willing, I guess, that she was willing to do something out of the box for our listeners. And so you will be Um, blessed by that I know so anyways we have this great second conversation and then um, everything was great and then when I went to save it the microphone that was recording her audio long story short we lost (laughs) Alexa's audio so I called on the help this is a shout out to Spencer 
Reynolds, who is a dear friend and a very gifted technology individual. And he um, worked really hard to help us out. And then I was able to pick up where he left off and, and try and fix it as well. You know, what you will notice is that the portions where Alexa is speaking is a little bit quieter. But you can still hear everything she says. So the disclaimer is that you might just need to turn your volume up a little bit. And that's okay. Thank you for your grace. This isn't a perfect podcast. It's called Pass the Salt because we're being real and because we're learning together. And so I'm going to just be real with you and tell you that her recording's a little bit quieter. And I apologize for that. We're still learning. And I'm so excited for the future of this podcast and how much better it will get. So <laughs> thank you for bearing with me. And I'm excited for you to hear it. And I'm excited for you to take part in the exercises in real time that she speaks us through. If you were benefited by them, if you grew and learned from them, send us a message. We'd love to connect with you. I would say this podcast episode is for anyone. It is specifically geared towards anyone who maybe struggles with anxiety or struggles with um, just centering themselves and calming down in moments of anxiousness or busyness or hecticness. Um, She gives a lot of practical tips that you could uh, use if if you feel so led and if you choose to. Alexa is really deep and we talk about some really deep things theologically and just new ways of thinking about God. And so this episode is is really for someone who wants to dive deeper into their faith. If it brings up questions for you, this is a great opportunity for you to talk to your youth leader, talk to your pastor, talk to friends and family members um, that you trust and that look up to, that you look up to in their faith journeys um, because I think that this is a great conversation starter as well for how we think about God and how we can worship beyond just Sunday morning um, worship experiences. So without giving it all away, that is the introduction. I hope that you will be encouraged and blessed and let us know how you grew and learned from this conversation and that you are willing to turn your volume up for Alexa. Those of you who are gifted in technology are rolling your eyes right now, and I'm sorry. I love you. Okay, let's get to it, guys. Here's Alexa. Let's pass the salt. Three... Little metronome in the back. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The whole time you have to talk to that beat. This is how you breathe. In, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four. Beautiful. Put it it up. (laughs) I want to take your Pilates class. Oh, you should come. Christina, they're free next week. I heard. I'm not going to advertise this on here, but. Oh. The week will be over by the time. Probably. This won't be till the end of (laughs) September. Can I, should I just be honest with everyone? (laughs) This is not our first rodeo. (laughs) Alexa and I spoke in June. I think, or maybe it was July. It was a long time ago. We sat and we had a conversation and it was beautiful. It was about 50 minutes. (laughs) It was long. And we just talked about everything we're going to talk about again. And I edited it and I had the intro and I had the little little song things that are in there, you know. And it was beautiful. And then it was gone. And I lost it. 
and I feel horrible about it. So thank you for coming to me a second time. I really appreciate it. But you're older and you're wiser now. And I will say, after listening and, like, talking with you the first time, in that conversation you gave, like, some advice and some tips. And I have been doing them. Oh, my god! Yeah. And let me tell you something. Caleb and I do morning stretch every morning together. We do, like, a stretch time. And he now sits with he has been watching me and he knows to like put his hands out like this because you talked about like an openness and I sent you the picture of him looking through his legs but that wasn't something that you told us to do but I'm I've been thinking about like open postures and breath and all of these things so hopefully you'll say them again if not well um (laughs) would this would you consider this an open posture my legs are crossed. My legs are crossed, though. They're a little closed, but it's okay. Close off, but open, not even facing you. So actually, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about yourself before we hear about this? Like, who are you? What are you doing in your life? Um, just let us get to know you. I'd love to. So my name is Alexa Gladfelter. I, hmm, let's see, I graduated college in 2020 with mm. a degree in exercise science. Graduated from Messiah. Mm. And the past two years, I've been working at Messiah part-time as a graduate assistant and getting my master's in higher education, which is not ever what I expected to be doing. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, I'm a graduate assistant at Messiah for campus wellness and recreation, so I get to do a lot of, like, wellness programming, teaching group exercise, mm. fun stuff like that. And then my other part-time job is I work at Inhim Christian Wellness, and mm. I'm the exercise specialist. So they do a lot of counseling services there, um, but I kind of come in and help aid people in learning about coping skills for the mind and body, and just thinking about um, things that you can do, um, especially if you are feeling anxious or stressed mm. or relating to panic attacks, anything like that. Um, I kind of come in and get to share some tools that I've learned along the way, um, and stuff like that. So I say that's mostly what I spend most of my time doing. Wow. Yeah. You are a rare person. You wear many hats. I do. <laughs> Actually, right now she's got about, no, I'm kidding, <laughs> about 10 hats on. But you wear a lot of hats and you wear them well. And um, I'm excited to talk about these things that you have a, no- a lot of knowledge on. Um, so you gave a seminar impact called Mighty Close in Every Area. And I want to read the synopsis that you wrote. Okay. So this is what you said, and this is what we'll talk about. You said, we all feel close to God differently. Maybe you felt him through reading scripture or imagining the future. Perhaps he's tugged on your spirit to do something particular, or maybe physically in some form. Maybe you've been wondering where God is because you haven't felt him close in a long time or ever, really. God's always looking for ways to connect with us. In this seminar, we're going to do a lot less talking and a lot more listening and being, aiming to connect with God through our mind, body, and soul. Through some mindful practices, think prayer and imagination, and some light physical body movement, think yoga or stretching, we'll spend some time centering on God and reflecting on where we're at as God's dearly beloved children and seen. So you have such a unique passion and skill set 
um, of just like integrating the mind and the body and the soul. And those are things that so often we kind of separate and think of each in their own category, but you're really gifted at looking at life holistically and seeing how God has designed us to be like connected in so many ways. So where did you, um, or I guess maybe when and how did you become interested in looking at life in a, I guess, a more whole kind of way? Like, wanted to be an orthodontist growing up, so that was Shout out. Um, loved braces, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I went to York Mission, actually, which is a salt and light event we've done in the past, and I just experienced, like, who God was, and mm-hmm. that I could have a relationship with him. I was like, all right, like, let me just ask God what I should do or what I should be passionate about. Um, and he kind of just put on my heart this desire for, like, mental health, physical health, and spiritual health, mm-hmm. and... Up to that point, I only, like, really loved anatomy. Um, hmm. That was, like, my extent of really diving into health, I guess. I'm not, like, a super nutritious eater or, like, I've had a lot of experience with my own mental health. Like, but since that point, which was going into my senior year of high school, so it's been about five years at this point, um, since then I've been able to just, like, walk through a lot more of life and experience more um, through college, like, classes I've taken, um, through friends and what they've walked through, um, through what I've gone through and, and been able to see how like important and um, I guess foundational it is to look at how our mind, body and soul are all connected and how like they affect one another and, and just my passion has grown through that and now I'm getting to kind of live that out in the jobs mm-hmm. that I do which is really cool and just totally God how that has all worked out. Um, so yeah, I think it's just, and it's unique and cool to see how people start to understand those things as well and look at like oh if I'm not um feeling good like physically I'm probably not like like feeling good mentally either or if I am Mm -hmm. having a really off day and like I'm not just I'm just not feeling like happy or excited like I'm probably not going to perform as well on a test or Mm -hmm. you know like things just are connected um you know when we're feeling sick we probably don't want to get up and praise the Lord or like there's yeah. just so many things that are connected in who we are and I think God designed us like that intentionally um and so just being aware of how we can cultivate those things and and make those things like more well mm-hmm. in each of those areas and what that looks like for each person hmm. it's neat that you um kind of specialize in like focusing on one area that might be affecting the other areas of our life so like what you're saying like Maybe, like, you need to focus on, like, your mental health so that your physical health can, so that, you know, or, or vice versa or whatever it is. Um, you are gifted at looking at, you know, all the different moving parts and how they can move together. Um, so one of the things that it seems like you focused on in your seminar and that you focus on in your work is, like, mindful practices, like prayer and imagination and just being um mindful you know the bible says we have the mind of christ and taking into consideration the way that we you know use our minds every day and all of the things that we can do with our minds why should people incorporate things like prayer and imagination and other mindful practices into their lives and do you have any easy ways that people can begin doing this yeah i think 
because it just does like awaken your senses to being able to like be aware of what's mm. around you um when i think about just like am i living like the best possible life i can be and i think that's a question we can all ask ourselves yeah probably the answer is usually no because there's always room to improve but just thinking like the quality of my life right now like is it what i want it to be um and i think there are ways that we can like sure improve like our physical health and have better quality of life or improve our spiritual health and have better quality of life but thinking about how those things like connect i think can sometimes enhance our Mm -hmm. quality of life by itself um and just thinking about like being mindful um sometimes it's like a taboo kind of word in like christian spirituality just like mindfulness is this idea that can be taken a lot of different ways um but thinking about how jesus calls us to like be present Mm -hmm. um i think that's the idea of mindfulness that like i kind of try to encourage or um help people understand I guess um yeah it's just like God calls us to be present Mm -hmm. and like Jesus was present in the moments that he like was with people or wherever he was um and I think in our society of having so many distractions so many to-do lists so many things that we're always like on the move and go 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 um the practice of even just being present helps us to be like mindful Mm -hmm. and that helps like slow down just like all of of who we are in some ways, um, like mind, body, and soul. Mm. Um, little plug for like a book I read this summer yeah. that's been really convicting, um, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. Mm. Um, it's just been convicting for me to think about even more so how do I like cultivate a life that mm. is slower, is not hurried, um, and therefore I can be more like awake and present in mm. the moments I am and therefore be more mindful too. Yeah. So lots of like, I guess, like, buzzwords in, like, mindfulness, present, sure. all of those, but just thinking overall, like, yeah, I guess I would encourage people, how can you live, like, the best life that you can, and yeah. what does that look like for you, because everyone's is different, um, and so little things that I think of that people can do is just, like, breathe, um, mm. breathing is something that we really just do automatically, which is great, we don't have to think about it, um, but we often don't do it as well as we could, and mm. that often changes a whole lot of how we feel. Um, and so just thinking about when you're breathing, um, just on a day-to-day, we usually just like breathe in our chest, just like breathe kind of shallowly. Um, mm. But really, if you think about taking deep breaths, like filling up your entire like chest, past your chest, past your ribs, like into your stomach where your diaphragm mm. is, that's really getting like this full breath in and then like exhaling all of that um, Mm. can help us one to be more focused on like how am I breathing like how am I feeling um and just slowing down our life and our mind and our breath and Mm. our body um and I really think there's a a key in slowing down that helps Mm. us be aware of the rest of our life and be mindful for the rest of our life um especially as I've worked with people who have panic attacks often or have anxiety that's really hard to like do anything in those moments of feeling anxious or stressed or worried or whatever it might be um breathing is something i always lead with because Hmm. it can truly slow down like our heart rate yeah Um, it slows down physiologically a lot of our body responses and therefore allows us to feel calmer in Mm. our body but then also when you focus your mind on those things of breathing and in and out you're like slowing down your thoughts at the same time yeah um so breath would be the first thing like that yeah. I would always lead with is just 
how are you breathing? How does that feel? Yeah. And what if you were to slow that down? Hmm. Um, so yeah, that'll be probably the first cue I give people. And then mindfulness in general, just thinking about how your body feels, like how, yeah. if you're tense or how your mind is. Like just doing a self-check of like, where am I at right now? And sometimes it's helpful for people to write that down. Like hmm. I sometimes write down, like take inventory of my life of like, hmm. you know, like what's off in this area, this area, this area. Um, but also looking at what's like joyful in those areas. Um, hmm. So what's a joy in this area? What's a struggle? How can I take a step forward? Yeah. Um, and I think that's helpful to be like mindful as well and just how we go about like living and moving yeah. forward in things that feel overwhelming. Yeah. When is a good time to do like a self-check? Is it like only when you're feeling stressed or is it something to do daily or weekly or or is it open-ended? What do you think? I would say open-ended. I think sometimes it's helpful. I'm very much like a visual like writer person. So mm. when I am stressed, like writing everything out and like, mm. what I need to do in each area of my life is often helpful. Um, but I tend to also do like a little check-in at the end of each month of like where mm. am I at in like areas or where am I at and just reaching the goals that I have yeah. um, in life. And I think, yeah, just taking a like check every 30 days or like yeah. however you want to do it is, is helpful. Not to stay on task or stay focused on what you want in life. Obviously that's important. But seriously, just to evaluate like, oh, like I didn't spend a lot of time with God this month. Like why? Hmm. Oh, because I was distracted by this or that. Mm. Like, so much homework or yeah. work. Um, and it's like, okay, well, how can I prioritize spending God, spending time with God next month? Yeah. Like, I'm going to do like just something small, like five minutes every day. Or maybe it's like on Monday before school, I'm going to spend time with God. Um, and just like taking those little steps then mm. to be like, how can I reassess and reevaluate what my body and my mind and my soul need? Mm. So that's the mind. And <laughs> there it is. That's the mind. Um, but what about like light body mo- movement? And I know yoga gets um, some like backlash, just like the concept of it. Yeah, bad rap in the Christian circles. Um, and maybe you can speak to how we can sort of change a mindset around that. But how can things like yoga or stretching, how can that enhance our faith and our relationship with God? I never really loved yoga because I was kind of like, oh, like, I don't know about it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I got certified in yoga, and I do really love just the value that it adds to, like, breathing and moving mm. and being mindful, uh, buzzword. Um, <laughs> and yes, yoga um, can be rooted back to um, some, like, more Eastern culture, um, yeah. Buddhism and, and different religions, but... Um, at the end of the day, like, I look at yoga as a chance to move your body, to mm. breathe with how you move your body, and to focus your mind and heart on whatever you want to. Um, mm. Like, there's nothing about yoga that says you have to worship something other right. than God, you know? So, whatever you're doing, whether you're doing homework, whether you're eating, like, like scripture tells us, like, do it all to the glory of God. And so, yeah. I believe you can do yoga, or if you want to call it stretching and not use the word yoga, um, you can do that to the glory of God, too. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I've just found yoga to be helpful in, again, that control and that mindfulness of your body. Like, it, it incorporates a lot of movement of muscles that, like, we maybe don't realize we use or need hmm. to use. Um, 
and it doesn't look very hard, but like in doing it, it's like a good workout sometimes. Um, yeah. Just in how it strengthens and stretches and and helps you breathe through different positions. Mm. Um, and I think yoga is helpful too in just um, the breathing aspect of like thinking about oh when I'm typically in yoga like when you are like stretching upward mm-hmm. you inhale and when you're like compressing inward parts of your body you would exhale mm. um and so thinking about and practicing like that like movement of like outward and mm. like upward inhaling and then like downward and like crunching in exhaling mm. it's kind of a cool way to then like put your body into a pattern of doing that on the daily when you yeah. might not even realize it so mm. then as you're going about your day um whether you have to lift things or whatever it is, like your body kind of has practiced like this inhaling and exhaling in certain ways that can be beneficial and just kind of control that breathing and you don't have to think about controlling it as Mm. much anymore. Um, And yoga helps you like breathe through maybe like crunched positions that Hmm. when we feel stressed or overwhelmed or anxious, we feel very tight in our chest at times. So then learning like I can still breathe in a position that I feel like cramped in. So I love yoga, and it's a great stretch and good workout um, and can be quite helpful, I think, too, to think about, okay, I'm breathing in, like, the love of God or I'm breathing in joy or I'm breathing in gratitude, um, whatever you really want to, and just focusing on God. Um, there's a girl on YouTube who does yoga. Her name's Yoga with Adrian, and, like, mm-hmm. she doesn't ascribe to, like, Christianity or anything like that, but... If you do ever watch her videos, she talks a lot about, like, oh, like, we're, we're focusing on joy, or, like, we're coming back to this idea of gratitude, um, and although she's not, like, doing it in a Christian setting, yeah. it's, like, we can still use that as Christians and think about how I'm grateful to God or how much mm-hmm. joy comes from God, um, so just always adapting things to how we can see God in what we do. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, taking that time and making time for like the stretching and for the breathing and for using new muscles in your body um it's sort of a set aside time to remember god and to like be actively thinking about your creator as you create new patterns with your body and movements and stretches and all of these things like the the worship in a church or a sunday school or youth group or devotionals don't have to be the only way that we connect with God. Like we can use stretching and breathing in our bodies to be with God too. Like that can be worshipful and it it is. Um, For those of us who want to be more aware of the way that like our mind and our body and our soul are all connected and are all like worshiping beings to God. Like, do you have any practical exercises that we can try Um, whether that's some breathing exercises or like a stretch, um, or a stance or a posture or any sort of practice, um, anything that you would want to tell us that we can incorporate maybe every day or throughout the week that might help us think about God in new ways and be more connected to, you know, our creator to God, anything that you'd want to tell us, teach us. (laughs) Well, I, we mentioned this in the beginning of the podcast because I mentioned it time we recorded um just like open posture um yeah has been something that's been helpful for me and maybe you've done that in worship or mm-hmm. heard about it in worship but um just the idea of like when i am maybe thinking about or interacting with god 
in my own time. Um, am I sitting in like a closed off, like crossed arms mm-hmm. and crossed legs position, or am I sitting in a position that's like open and maybe our palms are up and mm-hmm. like welcoming to, you know, how God wants to take us that day or like whatever He wants to do. Um, and not to say that God won't move if we're in a closed off position, but like. Well, it, it helps you be mindful because yeah, you're like, okay, I'm actively right. choosing to be open right now. So you're, I'm aware of, maybe more aware of how God is moving. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and when we, yeah, when we put our body in those physical positions of openness, like that cues our mind to be hmm. open. Yeah. What you said. So, yeah, just thinking about how am I, how am I sitting right now? Like, am mm. I open? And even if you're having a hard conversation with someone that you love or that you care about, um, and it's like you're in this closed off, maybe angry position. Hmm. Like, what if I like hmm. opened up? What if I opened up and like was welcoming to what this person had to offer and say? Um, yeah, it, it just can change a lot. Of yeah, and 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 that's how our physical and our mental are connected, right? Because it's like, okay, well, I'm. I might be having, like you said, an example, I might be having a hard conversation, but I'm going to sit in an open posture. I'm going to be open and present and not closed off to this person that I might even be disagreeing with. Suddenly, your mind is thinking a little bit more open or, or you, um, are, you're not as closed off. Like, they just go so hand in hand. Anyways, I'm getting, I get fired up when you talk about these things because it's so good. Um, okay, so that's one thing, an open posture. What else that we can try? Yeah. Um, well, do you want me to lead you through like a little practice? Yeah. Yeah, okay. do it. Cool. I think we did this at my seminar, but sometimes I get confused with what I'm doing. <laughs> you lead so. a lot of people through a lot of things. Oh, yeah. So, but I'm pretty sure we did this one. So okay. for those of you that were at the seminar, you can do it again. People can do it right now while they're listening. Yeah. What if they're driving a car? Uh, don't close your eyes. Okay. You can do anything else. Okay. Way. Oh, am I gonna close my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm gonna take so, an open posture. Yeah. I think that if you define like an open posture, however you're sitting, wherever you are. Wait. Um, should I put my mic down? You can do that. Okay. Goodbye. Um. Yeah. Find an open posture. Usually, I encourage people to sit like with their feet flat on the floor and like sit up nice and tall just to have that posture of like presence, like you are a presence here. Um, and when you find this open posture, this like tall, good posture for your body, you can close your eyes if you want to, if you're safely able to. Um, and just start paying attention to your breathing. As you're breathing, is it deep? How does it feel? And start to just elongate your breath. Try to pull that air past your ribs, past your chest, into your stomach. And then exhale it all out. Try to make those breaths longer if you can. Just kind of settle in into a relaxed state. The only thing on your mind is breathing. And as you're in this state, I encourage you to picture the state of your heart right now. Maybe the state of your soul, whatever you want to think about. Picture what that looks like. If you were to paint it in your mind, 
colors are there, what shapes are there, where are you at, is it a place you know, how would you describe it to someone if they asked. Continue breathing nice and deep. As you're sitting, picturing the state of your heart or soul, maybe it's feeling great and encouraging. Maybe it's harder. It's a little tough to look at yourself. That's okay. But I invite you to welcome Jesus into that picture. Jesus comes into that place, what does he do? What does he say? If you're watching yourself, or you yourself are just present in that picture, how does Jesus relate to you? Does he offer you anything? Continue to breathe nice and deep and note how the scenery changes if it does around you. Note if you stay put or if you go somewhere else in the picture. And note how Jesus responds, how he leads, how he guides, how he sits, how he walks. deep breath in and out. When you're ready, you can open your eyes or just kind of come back to the present moment. So that is like a little imagery practice that I usually do with groups of people or whatever it looks like. Um, just to, yeah, encourage people to take inventory in an mm. imaginative way of what their soul looks like. Um, and I have to give credit where credit's due. I'm pretty sure Christy Miller led an exercise like that, like on this retreat I went to one time. And mm. so I, I kind of like stole that and adapted that from That's her okay. because I loved it. And it was like so telling to me of where I was at yeah. and how my soul felt and then how Jesus met me there and like what that looked like. And everyone's will be different. Um, and maybe you want to share that with someone yeah. who just did it. Maybe you want to write something down about it. Um, but I would say don't take it lightly. And you can mm. always do that with yourself or just imagine, like, what What am I feeling right now? Like, what am I walking through? What does it feel like to be me? Hmm. And then let Jesus into that place with you and, and see what he has to offer you. And yeah. maybe you get a big revelation. Maybe you don't. Um, yeah. But it's really cool to be aware in a new way of, like, hmm. what you're that so wow my mind is is being blown because 
So I had someone lead me through a very similar exercise a couple years ago at an in him thing as well. And um, it was really meaningful to me. And as I was sitting here with you, I didn't know that you were going to turn into that or like bring Jesus into that. I thought it was just breathing. And I realized that what, because the first like prompt you gave was like, you know, put something in your, you, I don't know, like picture the state of your heart is this, is this what you said in the state of your soul. And um, it's like, then suddenly you invited Jesus into it. And that like totally caught me off guard in a good way. I was like, oh my gosh, wait, Jesus is going to be here. <laughs> and then what I saw was like totally from the Lord. And like, that was really cool. It was like, and very different than the first time I had done that. And you caught me by surprise in a good way. Um, but that was beautiful. Like imagine if we all did that like every week, every morning, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like we'll forever have the vivid picture of mm-hmm. that Same. And, and what it meant to me. And just how yeah. I was like, wow, like this is how Jesus is leading me through mm. life right now. Yeah. And of course it'll look different for everyone, but... Yeah, I go back all the time mentally to that to the first time I did it. And now what I saw today was totally, totally not at all what I would have expected and totally different. Like literally the polar opposite, but in a good way. And I'm going to go back to that now, too. And so thank you for that. Um, You know, that what you just led us through was was you were like leading worship, you know. And it wasn't like with screens and smoke machines and like a band. It was still worship and it was still like, like, you know, coming before the Lord and, and connecting with God. Um, so that was really beautiful. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, that was, that was awesome. And anyone listening, if you, um, also like took the time to do that exercise you should totally tell us how it was for you like maybe send us a message on instagram snlim or alexa glattfelter she's got a great instagram everyone should go follow alexa yeah she's an influencer in a good way (laughs) she's gonna be verified soon (laughs) in my mind you are (laughs) um but you should look her up on instagram and follow her but also um uh, on our website, snlim.com, or on Facebook, Salt and Light Youth Ministry, send us a message about maybe a takeaway or, or an experience you had from listening to this. I think all in all, what you're inspiring me and, and others to do is to, like, invite Jesus to be in my mind and in my body and in my spirit and think about each of these parts of myself um, better and more often. Um, is there anything else from your seminar or just from your experience with all the work that you do that you'd want to share to people who are ready to, you know, in some ways this is like taking your faith a little bit further than just um, the surface level things we do as Christians. Anything that you'd want to say? Mm-hmm. I think well, one thing that I was thinking about that I kind of realized as we spoke at mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I shared it at my seminar, and then I was scared that maybe I wasn't supposed to share it because the podcast thing got deleted. I was like, oh no, that's oh. not why. But oh I'm no. Sure anyway. Yeah, because. It... It again, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, Lord. No, yeah. Something I think that was just cool that I realized, like, 
uh, last time we were talking. Was, yeah. Um, just thinking about how, like, God did create us. And how, yeah. I think I ended the last podcast maybe with this of just how, like, our whole body and our mind is so complex in, like, how mm. it's made up of these tiny little, like, cells and chemicals. And yeah. And how it makes us feel things and, and explore the world. Um, and as I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about, like, you know, we, I kind of see us as having these three parts of, like, physical, mental, and then spiritual, like, our mind, yeah. body, and soul. Um, and how God is, like, three parts, like the Trinity, like mm. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I'm just thinking about, like, how Father or God, however you want to refer to, like, God Almighty, um, whether you call him father or mother or whatever it looks like, um, how that he is like this all-knowing presence, like yeah. always present, always there, always knows what's happening, like future, past, present, like we know that he knows. Um, yeah. And we use our mind to like know things and we use our mind mm. to discover things. And so we're similar to God in that way. And then like Jesus was the flesh and the actual body mm. of God mm. and how we have a body, like we have mm. physical Mm-hmm. Flesh, just like God, like Jesus did, like we have bones and skin and eyes and ears and mm-hmm. and all the senses that Jesus did and all the feelings that Jesus did, which is really cool. Um, and then we have this Holy Spirit that like yeah. God gifted us with, and and that's our spirit that like mm. He comes and lives inside of us and like awakens our spirituality mm. to be, you know, whatever He cultivates it to be. And so just thinking about how those three parts kind of play off each other, and I was thinking about how we we are made in God's image and it's really mm. cool that there are three parts to God and like there are three parts to us too mm. it's how we interact how we connect mm. and it, it's helpful to think about like the Trinity in that way or yourself yeah. in that way of how how they connect and there's this word in I think Greek it's called perichoresis and it's mm. like means um, like eternal dance and I think about it as like the, the Rio 2016 Olympics logo, mm. if you remember that, there's like a blue, green, and yellow person, and they're all connected. Oh, uh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just always think that's how the Trinity looks, because hmm. it is this like eternal dance. Um, yeah. And so if that's helpful for you to understand the Trinity, um, or if it's helpful to think about our bodies in that way, and just how like they are connected, like our mind, body, and soul, mm. they all of each other. They all have different functions, how like the Trinity has different functions, but but they're one, and like, we are hmm. one. Um, so yeah, I just kind of want to finish with that. And yeah. Like, I think that's a cool way to think about things, and something I'm still chewing on, but yeah, it's really fun. So, yeah. I love that. I love that so much, and that's really, that's a way of looking at God and at us made in the image of God I've yeah. never heard before, and I think it's, um, man, it's really beautiful and eye-opening yeah. and empowering to be like, man, I, I can be connecting with God in, in my mind and my body and my right. spirit. And, right. and they're all one, like we're three in one. And um, that's that's really great. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, thank you so much for, for your time. And Lord, please, let's not delete this one. <laughs> I won't make you do it again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I won't make you do it again. <laughs> okay. Well, bye. Bye.